0: Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence!
1: So, can we spoil Mandalorian? It's, or no. no, no. Cody? I haven't
0: even finished watching the first episode yet, so no. Fuck, fuck you we yeah, got about 10 minutes
1: left. You haven't watched... You, you don't, you well, don't what even about it. You oh, read a spoiler and want to talk about it. I almost said Qui-Gon, which was the spoiler. Oh, dear!
2: That's not the spoiler. Oh,
0: fuck. That I also don't weird. even
2: know what the spoiler was, considering... Whatever, doesn't matter. Yes, it does. I'm going to be really mad if that is the spoiler. It's not.
1: Darth Maul's alive!
2: Wrong movie.
1: Oh. No. Ray is a clone.
0: No. And that show is shot better than most movies, though. It's
2: weird how high quality it is.
1: Who's is there a cinematographer 20, do you know? Uh,
2: 20 million an episode, so.
1: How long is it by the way?
2: 40 minutes. Really? Hmm. I like the length. It's, I don't I'm I get tired of shows that are an hour long each episode. Mm. It's too much. Too much.
1: I really, I've gained a greater appreciation of the last few years, just how fucked our attention spans are. Like, I get, I can't focus on anything. It's horrible. I always keep thinking about, like, oh, I wonder what's happened in this sports game, or oh, did this guy do that thing? There's you know? too much.
2: There's too much content that we want more. I know, but less of each thing.
1: Hmm. Which brings us to the topic. That we are in... And this is the episode, boys. Congratulations. See, we did it. This is, I think... Other than House of Cards coming out, I think... uh, This is probably, like, the second most important time frame... In terms of uh, streaming services and streaming content. Just this couple of weeks here. I mean, I guess until HBO Max releases the Snyder Cut, I suppose. But for the most part, Apple and... What was the other one? Disney. Both unveiling their streaming services so close to each other is pretty. It's a pretty chesty move, and I, well,
0: I guess. I think Apple is gonna lose this one, though. You
3: do.
2: Yeah, I. I yeah, the shows look shitty. <laughs> no, I don't think they look shitty. They just there's nothing. There's there's no recognizable IP. Yeah. It's all not that it's a bad thing, but there's it's all original stuff, which that's. That's cool, but it's not going to hook people.
1: They're like, Netflix, they had all the shows and the IP and stuff, like, and then they the, added on.
2: And the, g- the general audience <laughs> isn't going to subscribe because M. Night Shyamalan or uh, Aaron Sorkin made a show. I've just realized, and there's a parallel
1: here between Netflix and Apple, specifically Apple, not even Disney, that Netflix is Marvel and Apple is the DCEU. <laughs> but <laughs> they're like skipping the steps and just like eh, let's just put some shit out who cares and then netflix is like let's build up our subscriber base and then pay off with original stuff i don't know maybe you're right cody maybe maybe apple goes away i don't know i did i did i'm watch... not saying they're gonna
0: go away but i don't think they're gonna be nearly as popular as the disney one
1: I'm not gonna win mm. i did watch an episode of the morning show and absolutely despised it so and nothing else uh, really of, of shows that they've put out has really piqued my interest like that C show with Jason Momoa it looks like it looks fine but of course it looks cool not gonna, I, yeah like you said Josh uh, IP and then that on top of shows that are just sort of eh, I don't know I I don't think we're really going to be caring about what Apple is doing in the next five or so years in terms of content and it might be just a fun little. Oh, and you know, we also have this, and you can watch some of this stuff sometimes. But Cody, is anything on the Apple platform really intrigued you? Gotten you fired nope. up? No,pe. That could.
2: show looks cool. I think that looks pretty dumb. <laughs> cool. Looks nice. I like. I like what's her name, Haley Steinfeld,
1: So interesting. chat. Hey,
2: she'd check be better if her name was Haley Seinfeld.
3: Oh, no what are you worse. doing?
1: I'm Emily Dickinson.
0: <laughs> you guys follow on Twitter, seinfeld 2000 Oh, yeah. Classic because feed. Because it's probably the best.
1: Classic, classic feed. Um, Cody, if you, if if Mr. Steve Wozniak and or Tim Cook came to you and said, Cody, how can we get you to sign up for the five ninety nine a month plan for Apple Plus or whatever it's called? What can they get? What can get you excited? Star Wars. Uh oh.
2: <laughs> other than Star Wars. No, little no, no problem there. It's a little owned by some other company, so. Just
1: give me
0: more interesting content, I guess. Yeah. I want established content. Yeah. <clears throat> like the TV shows on HBO are only half of the thing. Only half the package. That's why it's successful is because you get a shitload of movies that aren't going to be on TV for another year.
1: Right. And did you, did the morning show look at all, did that perforate no, your really pop gone. culture bubble? Yeah, it did. The yeah.
0: only reason I would watch um, that other show, the C one, mm-hmm. is because Jason Momoa's the man. Yeah. But not enough of the man to make me want to go and watch it.
1: Yeah. And everybody's blind in the show, like, like, grow up. It's like,
0: it's just Riddick. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's an interesting comparison, Josh. Anything pique your interest on the Apple side, and what do you think? Uh,
2: wasn't there something with Steve Carell? Was that the That's morning? morning show? That's
1: the morning show.
3: Okay.
2: He That's Matt the Latter. only one. That that and the Dickinson show. They look kind of cool. Might be interesting, but not enough to get me to pay for it. Yeah.
1: I It it does seem like it's it's officially become too much. And we still have, yeah. like, one one and two possibly more to go. HBO and then um, NBC is at least, or Universal, I guess, is doing something a little different where they're not even doing su- subscribing. They're just doing, hey, here's our shows, but you have to watch ads, like, which That's is funny. pretty much television. So I don't know if that really counts in the whole Streaming Wars thing. But they're going to have The Office, so they're probably going to be slinging some D around, I guess. Yeah. Um, uh, on the on the flip side of that coin, Apple kind of sort of feels like it kind of came and went it's it's moments passed until they announced something really crazy. I think they have a Shazel show coming, so that might be that'll probably get some people in a tizzy. but uh Disney plus went just launched today actually Here. did did it go well? I saw a crash, but I feel like that's a good thing.
2: Yeah. Um, so they put out a whole like you know we weren't expecting this many people cause,
0: well it's back up as of about half an hour ago at
2: least. Yeah, it was it's it was down when I tried to use it this morning at like yeah. nine or ten, mm-hmm. and then it was kind of wonky for like an hour, and then I finally got it to work and I watched. Um, what did I watch this morning? Watched uh, a couple episodes of Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. What was about? Did you know that? I did. I Directly did. based on my life. Directly based on you when you worked at a hotel.
1: Cody, where's mm-hmm. your twin? I, I don't want to talk
2: about it. Okay. <laughs> did you know the guy who played Mr. Mosby was like a convicted murderer? What? Like after the show or before the show? I think before in like the 90s. And they just mm. didn't care? I guess. I don't know what happened. To you. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley,
1: <laughs> t- like... Ashley Tisdale was charged for human trafficking too. So that's pretty. Huh? Is that true? Yeah, it is. Don't look it up, but it is. Okay, so it's not. No, I don't know enough about her. As <laughs> As is the Zodiac killer. Um, uh, you, so you watch Zach and Cody for some reason? Uh, no, yeah, just kidding. It's yeah. a great show, classic it's, show. It's, it's
2: it's it's been it worked and then it's worked mostly since then. It's like yeah. it, I found it. It doesn't work on PS3 um, or Xbox 360. Um, well, uh,
1: okay, I think you answered <laughs> your own question. There, you're a generation
2: behind. You get. Well, I, ha- I mean, I have a PS4, but because little... <laughs> I have a
1: well, PS4, how many people you think well, in America I'll... are firing up the old PS3 to pl- to watch Disney Plus? A lot. No. To watch it... Disney
0: Plus, I don't think so. Oh, well,
2: I don't know. Well, I have. That's what I have in my room, and that's what I was gonna use when I like watched it in my bed. But I guess I can't do that. So I guess I'll have to get a Fire Stick
1: or a Roku or something. Like, yeah. yeah. I got Roku. I like my Roku, but. I, th- I I as my con- the, my Alex Jones side of my personality says that they crash it just to crash it because Apple didn't crash it which means that not as many people were in- into it and they wanted to see like a lot of people were into it so Yeah,
2: cuz who cares about Apple TV Plus? Yeah,
1: pretty much. They really they have to start buying some stuff. They really do. Some like some properties. I don't know. I feel like there's
2: not much left they to buy. They just made a bunch of deals with a bunch of like a list directors, but that's not enough.
1: Yeah, you need stuff that people can yeah. like watch and then be like, "Oh, a thing came up for this show." Something they know to to get them interested yeah. in something they don't.
0: I wouldn't even mind if they pushed it as hard as Netflix does their originals. Yeah, but the thing is, just, they don't care about most Netflix originals.
1: Just... Yeah, the thing about just... Apple is that it... stuff is like rentable. People aren't going to be like, "Oh, I'm going to rent this thing for three ninety nine and then watch something new." Like they're going to want to just click dip.
2: and watch. Get the rights to a popular book series or something. Like, just even that. Make Red Rising.
1: I think somebody's sure. making Red Rising. Huh? I think somebody's making Red Rising, aren't they? I hope so. I don't know.
0: Hmm. I would know, but they know I don't
1: It is, it's, yeah.
0: Like it's said, silent it's, on that front, but it, it better w- be a TV show. If it's a movie,
1: it's going to suck. It's it's Like a fish The Hunger Games. Right. Like in six months from now, we're gonna maybe even a year from now. Just there's gonna be so there's gonna be at least eight st- relevant streaming services, and there's gonna be lunatics out there who I like, think, try to keep up. I mean, and I don't understand that.
2: I think relevant is a loose term. I, I don't know if I'd say. Well, eight how really how things. isn't Apple's still gonna be relevant? Amazon's I don't got think, Lord of the Rings. I, I They're think, gonna
1: be relevant.
2: Netflix. I think is still Amazon. Be relevant. I think I think at the end of the day, Amazon, HBO, Netflix, um. Disney, and uh, Hulu. Those are the five that are going to be around for the like long term. The rest mm-hmm. are going to fade or combine with something else.
1: Who'd you leave off? I can't...
2: I was... this, uh, wh- whatever it is. Discovery? Uh, what's it called? Uh, what's that? The one that Star Trek's on.
1: Oh, the one nobody cares about. CBS C- All yeah, CBS. C- yeah, I think they're happy to I'm make it. Bad. Yeah, I don't think uh, they really care.
2: DC Universe, which is probably just going to go away me? and be formed into HBO Max.
1: Did not know that existed. Oh, it's is that what Titans thing. is on?
2: Yeah, oh, I forgot about that. Lame. Yeah, that's a, that's a thing that exists.
1: I don't know. I'm just. I'm. I, I'm just gonna. I'm fine doing my thing. I'm just gonna follow the scent. Whatever seems good, I'll go with. But I'll. I'll tell you one thing. One thing I'm very happy about that it seems like the streamers are for the most part adhering to, is, and I'll get this. I'll get into this later. Uh, watching and listening to, but God bless. I think we're pretty much done with the whole binging all the episodes at once thing. I think uh, we're no. fine. I think no. we're past that for the most part. No. Like Netflix will probably still do it, but it doesn't seem like Disney's going to do it. HBO is doing it. I yeah, but it's, isn't it fun though? No, uh, I want
2: to watch it all and be done.
1: <laughs> oh man, well, I guess it. That's why. Just... That's
2: why. I, that's why I don't like cable. I want to be. want to watch it all and be done, and I don't have to think about it again. Now what if? Yeah. They did
0: it normally, like, they do it week to week, but, but big you but. could pay
2: $2 to
0: access no. the rest of the season. I would Ooh. hate that,
2: because then half the people on the earth would have all the spoilers, mm. and they sure. would just release them on the internet, and I don't need that, so. That's mm. going to happen no matter what. Yeah, well, whatever. The internet was a mistake.
1: I think we can all agree. That's yeah, fair. but fair. I, don't know. I haven't signed up for anything, and at this point, it's going to take a lot for me to actually do it. Like, I would probably need a Harry Potter show of some kind and a Batman probably, show that'll, that'll, of some kind.
2: That, so you'll probably end up getting HBO Max because both of those will happen at some point. Oh,
1: they are. Yeah. Okay. I guess I'll just hold off for HBO Max. That actually <laughs> does sound kind of nice. I think West Wing is on HBO Max, so I, I might just
2: find a home yeah, there. Yeah. I don't. I mean, HBO Max just nothing. I don't know. I Maybe mean, I. I just have never nothing.
1: But they have the Warner no, no.
2: Library. None of HBO's shows have ever really appealed to me. Josh, they just don't.
1: At, at a point, you'll be able to watch all five Fantastic Beasts films on that service. <laughs> or just watch the eight Harry
2: Potter movies that exist
1: sitting on my shelf right next to me. Sure.
3: But yeah, and you're never, right. They never no, think I think those again.
1: The,
0: the joke there was the five Fantastic Beasts.
1: Yeah,
2: I know. Hey, three. Those...
1: Three is <laughs> That's going funny.
0: into production. You're gonna
2: make five of
1: them. Three is going oh. into production. It's happening. I think this is the make or break, though. I think if if this if three. I think fucks... they're gonna make
2: this movie. They're gonna rewrite this movie to be. If if it doesn't work, it can end. <laughs> That's <laughs> fair. Gonna,
1: <laughs> they really and they're like gonna put a lot of it at Hogwarts. It's like, oh, I know what you guys are doing. I told no, you, dude, I they're... I could give a fuck they... what happens as long as I get my Dumbledore Grindelwald. Duel? Then I'm.
2: I don't really care. But I'm. It doesn't even happen in this one, and then you never get any others. Oh, that would be so shitty.
1: Do you admit that
2: these suck? Then probably. (laughs) What are you gonna do if it's
0: not even really a a duel and they just end up like? Well, the the thing is,
1: I'm I'm rereading Deathly Hallows, Cody, (laughs) and then and they actually mention several times, like they make a point to say that Dumbledore and Grindelwald was the greatest duel ever witnessed. So like, it's gotta it's gotta be there. It's gotta be there. Just let me ha- let me hold on to this shred of hope, Cody. I don't have a lot left. I guess Batman. Hope is a mistake. <laughs> uh, real quickly before we get on to Dr. Sleep, uh, just to continue this chronicling. Uh, Batman, Andy Circus has unfortunately joined the cast. Bummer.
2: Unfortunately, because Unb- he's bummer. the best actor in the cast.
1: So. He is going to be playing Condiment King, to, uh,
2: according mm-hmm. to
1: my sources. My exclusive. Yeah, Why do you hate him so much? So... What, do you, what
2: What did he do to make you hate him so much? He played one of the best characters of the 21st century.
1: I like his character in The Prestige as much as anybody, but the fact yeah, of the no. matter is, I don't like monkeys.
0: They're apes. They're apes.
1: I also don't like Gollum. Wow. Lord of the oh. That's because you just have bad taste in Lord the, things. Lord of the Rings bad. If he was know, in dude. Harry Potter, that would have been a different story.
0: Dobby is high-key just a low-tiered Gollum. So, they're nothing to like They're nothing. I'm glad they were nothing like I'm talking CGI wise. But
1: anyways, but anyway, and then Colin Farrell is the penguin. I don't think I I don't know how the penguin works, especially when you have somebody hot like Colin Farrell playing him. Like I guess he's he might have to get like all gross and, you know, walk with a hunch or something like that. That But eighty pounds. I'm also anticipating there to be a hashtag hot penguin, and that's interesting. Um, a newcomer has been cast, ah, shit, I don't have her name in front of me, but she's a recent Juilliard grad, so nobody knows her name, but she's going to be playing AOC, um, pretty much, a, a grassroots political activist, so I'm really excited to, <laughs> to see how that plays out. <laughs> Great. You're not excited?
2: I mean, I would rather her play back uh, Barbara Gordon, but
1: so. whatever. She probably is. Oh, I guess it would
2: work, wouldn't
1: it? They might, they're probably retrofitting it to have Barbara Gordon. Yeah, be her. fair. Cause it makes sense. Uh, Cause you don't have to do black Gordon without black Bat girl. Um, but it, 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 it's the, the, between all the cast and everything, it definitely is painting a picture in my head at least of this is, it's going to be Batman and facing some form of governmental corruption or something or other. But, um, but yeah, certainly exciting. Uh, I, do have a feeling this is going to be a very woke 2021 version of Batman, and that his wealth is actually going to be, you know, uh, discussed, I guess, a little bit more than in movies past, so that'll be interesting, but I don't know, maybe Matt Reeves will just make a normal detective story and not even touch on any greater themes, but we will see. Oh. And then, um, you're, you're excited about this, Josh, Michael Giacchino, and this is a while back, yeah. his is yeah. doing the score. Yeah. This is going to be our third score in 10 years. So that'll be interesting. Third theme, I should say, in 10 years. And honestly, other than... I would say, other than almost anything else, I think the thing I'm most excited about when a new Batman comes around is the theme. Because Danny Elfman nailed it so hard. And then Nolan did his version. And then Hans Zimmer pretty much redid that version. And I'm I'm very curious to see how Michael Giacchino approaches it. If it's going to be more cinematic like, like Elfman's or more, I don't know, ominous like the recent ones. That's going to be a lot of fun.
0: Uh, ominous, I don't think is the right word for Hans.
1: Dun, 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 dun,
2: dun, dun. That's not ominous, that's blaring. <laughs> that's not his theme either. I
1: don't even, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Cody, I've
2: seen DBS.
3: did. Oh, oh no,
0: I was talking about is uh, Nolan's. Oh, he
1: did both.
0: Yeah, that's not ominous. You were right. I'm sorry. That's okay. I, that was just a miscommunication there.
1: That's. Don't worry about it, Cody. You are. You dissolved. should
0: say, Zack Snyder's Batman when you're talking about that. Theme.
1: Release the Snyder cut. Fucking release it. Fucking release it. Or else. They're
2: gonna release that.
1: I still don't think they are, but I would love it if they did. That would just, uh, as a fan of chaos, that'd be great. Also, I want to see what these people focus on next. Like, really been. But also, you know, we we dump on them, and you and I especially, Josh, but props to them if it actually happens, and they piss off and annoy Warner Brothers enough to release a, b- release a second version of a critically panned, commercially unsuccessful movie. It's kind of, it's, that's pretty strong. You gotta respect him mm. a little bit for that. They should still get a life, but it's, you know, funny. Um, let's not belabor the point anymore. In the words of Willem Dafoe in Spider-Man, Doctor, sleep.
2: Okay. Okay. I don't breath. know what that was, but okay. When <laughs> he, when the he made him sleep. When he made him sleep. Gas. sleep. Sleep. Oh, right. Sleep. All right. sleep.
0: Two or three people like us. They died. When I was a kid, I bumped into these things.
3: I don't know about magic. I. I always called it the Shining. <laughs>
1: film A. This film A is something. Cody, you saw it the most recently, so why don't you give initial thoughts? Firstly. Firstly? Yes.
2: <laughs> That's not a word, but okay. Word.
0: That's an adverb. Neither words. Them. Firstly is a word, but okay. No, I liked it. I thought it was pretty good. Um, pretty good. It was as good as it could have been.
1: Given hmm. what he had to work with. Oh, interesting. I'm going to come back to that. Josh, initial thoughts on the Doctor Sleep movie 2019?
2: It's my favorite movie of the year. Holy shit. It's a masterpiece, and it's the sequel and movie I didn't know I needed. Mm-hmm. Wow. And it's, ama- it's amazing in pretty much every way. And the thing, the only thing I didn't like the first time I didn't mind the second time.
1: I think I know what it is. And I think we're going to have the same one for the yeah. first time and possibly forever.
2: Um, um but yeah, it's just, yeah, it was everything. I'd haven't read the book. Mm-hmm. I've read the shining, not Dr. Sleep, but, um, and yeah, I didn't, I, so I didn't really know what to expect. I only know it going based off the shining, not the book. So I didn't know what the differences he would have to make. Mm hmm. Because the Shining book is so different from the movie, but um, it's it just expands on the first movie in smart and compelling and really world building great ways. And I love the characters. I love the cinematography, the music, the horror aspects. I mean, it's not really a true. It's not a horror movie the way that the Shining I is a horror movie. Say it's
0: a horror movie. But I
2: think it, I think it's still. A horror. I think it still falls in the horror range um horror like field, but it's not specifically like a horror movie the way that The Shining is
0: I'd call it more Uh, of an adventure
2: movie than a horror movie I wouldn't call it I'd call it more of a like a a supernatural I'd call it like a supernatural (laughs) Supernatural thriller
0: thriller. is probably the best yeah
2: um and I think as that I think it's incredible um I've seen it twice I'm probably gonna see it a third time Fort Leaves theaters I've already pre-ordered the blu-ray and I love this movie so much Um, blu-ray not 4k still not just yeah, to go
0: with the, just to keep the theme since I bought the shining
1: yep. nice uh, I did not know anything about it coming in I barely even knew that uh, a sequel was written to the shining I feel like it didn't really make a huge dent in pop culture when it first came out well, it also didn't uh, come yeah out
2: it was it was like it kind of like, like people like kind of like were like all oh, oh. Up in arms about it for like a minute when it was coming out a couple of years ago, and then mm-hmm. it came out and people thought it was good, and then no one talked about it again.
1: And then it made fifteen billion dollars, so they're like, "We need to yeah. make this right now." Yeah, and that it's not worked out for them. And then We're for really. some reason,
2: it Chapter Two and Pet Cemetery made a bunch more money than this, which makes no fucking sense. But whatever.
1: Well, they released too late.
0: Yeah. I agree. Yeah, they released. It I, a, think, about I think I think when they did late. that pre-screening would have been the perfect time to yeah. Dude, did, I actually, did it
2: literally two days before Halloween? No, eight day before Halloween. I mm-hmm. it. Whatever.
1: Yeah. Bad call. Because uh, what actually the reason that it came out this weekend is this was going to be, I think this was Bond weekend, and that before that it was some other big. I think it, no, it was Wonder Woman weekend, and then it moved, and then it was Bond weekend, and then that moved, and then a bunch. So a bunch of studios just threw a bunch of movies in that in this last weekend to like fill the void and. They didn't. It doesn't seem like they thought out that uh, decision too much, because yeah, Doctor no. Sleep should not be a November movie. That's stupid, and I think the box. I think it should, shows that.
2: but to and that's I mean, just a, that's a me like, thing. It fits the the time of year well. Yeah. yeah, I think I think this is more than just a a, shi- a Shining too, or a, like another horror movie. Like this, to me, this feels like an event. But it, I mean, I understand it's not compared considering. But apparently, some people didn't yeah. know it existed.
1: So. October is the kind of—it's it, sort of the month that it is. It's the first month of Oscar season, so it doesn't. So you're not a movie isn't coming out with all the loads and heaps of expectations. Like *Star Is Born* came out in there last year, sure, but so did *Venom*. You know, it is—it's kind of a tweener <clears throat> month, *Venom*. Uh, so I think it—I think it belonged, and since it's a horror movie, *To the Shining*, it, I think it belonged in in October. Um, like Terminator Dark Fade probably belongs in November because who gives a shit, but Doctor Sleep is, like, specific to Spooky Season, and to do it a week after Spooky Season is just doesn't make sense to me. And, you know, they I think they learned their lesson with that. Um, I also don't think, overthink it. I,
2: mean, I, I think, and this is, like, I mean, I understand how there's, like, kind of an artistic thing with you want to give the sequel its own title and maybe not call it The Shining 2, mm-hmm. but we live in a world where,
3: a society, People are stupid. one would say.
2: So you need to call it... You need to give put Shining in the title somewhere. You can't just put vague hints and show Danny Torrance putting his head through the door mm. and expect everyone to know. It just it doesn't work that way. That's fair. I think if you call this movie The Shining, Dr. Sleep, it would have made an additional $20 million.
1: Hmm. Easy. I, well, I... You, that makes sense. I just never, I can never get a, a think, put my finger on how much people do or don't know when they go to see a movie. I feel like you have to know a little bit about it, like you maybe Google it to figure out what it is. And I don't think you can Google this and not make the shining connection. But then again, I
0: think you're overestimating people. I know. Yeah. I
1: might be. But, alas. Uh, anyways, my initial thoughts on it uh, is that it is excellent. I didn't really know what to expect. From a Shining sequel, but now that I've seen it, I definitely understand why this story needed to be told, and I think for the most part, it it makes sense. To, uh, standing next to the original, I and I uh, really don't have too many qualms with it. Like, there's a couple of uh, kind of surface level things that just rub me the wrong way that we'll get into later. But for the most part, I think this is as somebody who's seen The Shining twice and I like it a lot. I think this is a pretty pr- Perfect companion to it, and it really did take me by surprise. I thought I would be kind of mixed on it, and like, and at this point, it's probably gonna would have a spot on my top ten of the year if uh, if that year ended tomorrow. Um, and uh, I just it went w- went well over my expectations, of which there were not many, but there were still. I still had a blast with it. Uh, we'll get further into specifics, but uh, just overall, I enjoyed the shit out of this, and. Yeah, it's, wow. The year of long movies continues, fellas. Two and a half hours. (laughs) Uh, I guess let's start there. Did it need to be two and a half hours? Cody, as a reader of the book,
2: did they cut out a lot
0: or Um, pad it out? It could have been longer. Honestly, it should have been longer. Yeah,
2: I didn't didn't feel it at
0: all. The first, I don't know, so probably, I want to say hour, I don't know. How long do you think it is until uh, Abra and Dan meet?
2: About an hour, hour 15, maybe. So,
0: yeah, that first hour is supposed to be more than half of the book, like a lot longer. Yeah. Huh, okay. And you could really tell.
2: The beginning was super rushed, at least. Yeah, I
1: did feel that a little to bit. To me,
2: it was. Yeah, I think the whole first... A lot of the stuff with the beginning and the with the flashbacks um, and the whole introducing... I think... When you say rush, do you mean just, like, getting to the story? Getting or? to their meeting. I okay. think they
0: just threw things at the screen in order to get there as fast as they could.
1: Okay.
0: They cut out a real a lot of really cool things that I wish they didn't.
1: Like what? But what what, do you, what was the worst cut, so, do you think?
0: I don't know if this is... Oh, they cut out... Um, Spoil- when they spoilers, by the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When they mentioned <laughs> the uh, person, Momo... Her, her uh, mind. Oh, okay. Yeah. She was like a huge character, a huge old Italian woman, and played a really big role. At the end of the book, <laughs> they go and see her as she's dying of like bad cancer. And when she dies, Dan drinks her steam and uses it to poison some members of the True Knot, which is much cooler and i wish they did stuff like that but again
2: it would have been a lot that's, longer i think that's cool but it doesn't fit i don't think it fits tonally into the movie they were making
0: yeah it doesn't fit in tonally to kubrick t- it doesn't fit into kubrick's world which, which they is had to adhere to. really unfortunate to me yeah, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. and that you bring they, up an interesting they're... point yeah you bring a really interesting point there which is by far my biggest positive of this is mike flanagan I can't remember yeah. a director doing as much in as little time as he did, as he has. I don't know where this. Yeah. Does this guy sleep? Does he eat? Because he goes. <laughs> I this... was actually
2: watching an interview with him. Yeah. And he actually was talking exactly about that. I mean, he's basically the rock of directors right now because. God bless. He. Someone directly asked him, like, no, you just. Wait, he's this... overrated? No. Shot oh, no, across were... the
1: oh. bow, Rock. You're not that fun. No. Your bit is yes, getting he old. Yeah.
2: No, you know, you just don't like things that are popular and did fun. You, anyway. Did you
1: watch the trailer for Jungle Cruise? Yeah, it looks fine. Uh, anyways, anyways.
2: Um, yeah, someone asked him. They were like, "Do you like you just finished filming? I think it was Ouija Two or whatever it was." Um, and he was started going into Haunting of Hill House, and then he as soon as he finished that, he went into this, and as soon as he finished this, he started the next season of Hill House, and they were like. How do you do this why are you doing so back-to-back don't you want to break he's like he said he never thought he'd get a chance to actually be doing these kinds of movies and he doesn't know when it's how long it's going to last so he just wants to get as many in as possible Not totally respect kind. to that yeah yeah
1: so here's here's his uh, filmography to, so far just for movies oculus 2013 hush before i wake and ouija origin of evil all in 2016 yeah. God, and then I'm pre- and i like like you said, I'm pretty sure. Then he went. Oh no, then he had Gerald's game. Did Gerald's game? And yeah. then he went into I'm Haunting of just... Hill House, and then to Doctor Sleep, and that's just in yeah. three years. Yep. Yeah. Like Quentin Tarantino hasn't made him. He had five years between or four years between Hollywood and Hateful Eight, and this guy is like. Like you said, Josh is
2: making making better movies than some of Tarantino's.
0: So, well, yeah, this guy Mike Flanagan gets Stephen King too. Yeah, this is is, the most impressive thing I think about this movie is how well he balances Kubrick and Stephen King. Yeah, because Kubrick fucked King over when he made that movie. (laughs) He made so such huge substantial changes that this movie probably shouldn't have happened.
1: Yeah, Yeah. and he also and, and he also made good on. On some of the things that Kubrick left out, like at the very end with the planar, that was so great. I didn't know that that was
0: almost like a middle finger to Kubrick right there, and I loved
3: it.
1: Yeah, and the way and how the way that he's able to balance those two things of you know sort of serving two masters—one alive, one one uh, dead—I'll let you figure out which one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Was like pretty great. That's like that's like somebody making uh like, uh, jeez, I don't even. There, there really is no good comparison. Like it, it is a very unique thing of. A, of, a, you know, a director taking Source and Tealer, stretching it out and changing it and altering it to fit their vision, and then having somebody come in and do a sequel to that movie while also telling the story of the book and fitting in, uh, you know, working with both do, both of those languages. It's just, it, it really is astounding, and part of me kind of wishes Mike Flanagan could get out of the horror genre at some point, because I want to see... What other, what no. other think What other tricks he has on his the sleeve? I know no. he's probably going to get bored sometime and do something, you know,
2: sci-fi. Well, they're probably they're probably a gonna story. some big at some at some point one of his movies is gonna do really well, like financially make like five six hundred million. Oh, know, no, because it'll probably be some. It'll he'll probably sign on to some mm-hmm. other horror franchise like The Conjuring or something, and that movie will do really well, and then they'll sign him on to Fast and Furious twenty or whatever. I don't know. Yikes.
1: Either way, the future is bright, but let's not talk too much about the future. Let's enjoy the present. Uh, Positives for this movie. I think the number one, if it's not your number one positive, other than Mike Flanagan, if it's not Rebecca Ferguson, you can go to hell. Because, oh my god. She is so great in this. Not in a really, like, traditional way. She just eats up scenery, and she does it so, so well. And I... I kind of like her more than Pennywise, to be honest with you. I think she's a I lot do. more fun to I, watch. I, she's, I, I do too. She's interesting in the dynamic that she that she has and how she kind of carries herself with her squad. I guess uh, to put it that way, as and she also just feels more vicious. Like there is some. Like, yeah. They're both. I mean, they're both pretty much. It. If you take the their basics, they're kind of the same character of this weird creature that preys on the young and uh, that preys on people that's been around forever. But some, Pennywise is obviously kind of bombastic and a little over the top, and hers is a lot scarier, I think.
2: Yeah. She kills kids yeah. more violently. That, the scene with uh, the scene with Jacob Tremblay like genuinely shocked me. I
1: was I was actually legitimately upset by it. Like I, yeah. not like I, yeah. it's stupid, but like I was more yeah. than almost any horror movie I've seen, oh, pretty much ever. Got like, I really it was deep gonna under be, my skin.
2: I, I thought it was going to be like a, they cut to him, that like he gets the stab, and then they cut back. No, they, his, torture no they him. No, they cut they back, They still bad. being like, tortured. They cut back again, and he's slowly dying. They cut back again, he's still slowly dying. I'm just like, oh my god, yep. just die, please. Yeah.
0: its no, was... it. somebody, like, um, in the book, that scene's not nearly as upsetting as just seeing it. Yeah. It was just, it was incredible. I liked it. I liked that scene a lot.
1: Yeah, yeah. It, and... I mean, that's you just don't. I think that the only scene that kind of reminds me of that, in terms of just going for it, was did I you guys see Good Time? I can't remember. No. Okay. Can I spoil a scene in Good Time? It's not. A
2: yeah, because I probably won't be watching I, that for that, it for any time soon. It's okay. a uh, Pattinson
1: movie. So there's a scene where Robert Pattinson makes out and gets like hot and heavy with like a 15 year old. Who? That's unfortunate. It's it makes it. And that's. Obviously, this is different, but it is kind of the same of like, I didn't. Like, there's just certain lines, even still in this day and age, that you just sort of don't cross, just out of kind of. Uh, not respect, but just. Let's just not go there. And I kind of like it when directors go there. And Mike Flanagan's. Like, a, a child. A child murder isn't anything new in film, but child murder to this degree that doesn't feel. That viscerally. That, that just... viscerally. That doesn't feel. Uh, rob zombie ish is pretty 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 fascinating and really really interesting and uh, like i said it got under my skin more than almost any horror movie has in that i've ever seen and it just wow and like you said josh cutting back and forth and you just think it's gonna they're gonna end and cut away and they just don't is fucking incredible and scary and terrifying all at once a a lot of cojones to be had in this in this movie. Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> uh, other things on Rebecca Ferguson. Cody, how did she compare to the book? Uh, any major changes, or was it pretty much? No,
0: she was perfect. She yeah. was perfect. Um, to like compared to her character in the book, she did yeah perfectly. She it, played it to it. What a did team.
1: What did Rebecca Ferguson add that maybe wasn't in the book? How
0: gorgeous she is. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, all right. No, wait, I mean, I mean, you're supposed to... In the book, it's mentioned multiple times how gorgeous she is. Yeah. But, like...
1: And she even says so. She's that? like, I'm hot, or something like that. Like, she doesn't say it exactly like that. She's like, oh, no, she's like, uh, when she read the girl's <laughs> mind, she's like, you're the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. She's like, oh, yes, or whatever.
0: No, she because yeah. it don't, works a bit too well, doesn't it? Yeah.
1: <laughs> and the dialogue for her also, is the dialogue snob here, was just... I. There was a line that, I don't know, just the how she said it and the, the mode she was in was like when she, when they talked to that blonde girl, the the one that looks yeah. literally like a cartoon. Violet, yeah, I, I she, she Andy, I thought she was, sure. Um, she's just Which like, one? The one with the short hair? Yeah, yeah, yeah The girl that they pick the up in the, in the beginning. Yeah, she's just right. like, she's just like st- sweet talking her and she's just like prowling around. She's like, gravity hasn't even noticed you yet. And I was like, mm. fuck, that's a good line. <laughs> I don't know if that's a a king or a Flanagan one, but that was, that's a a good, okay, that's a good villain line, uh, and she, and like I said, as far as villains go, I mean, Thanos, he thick and all that, but is there a better villain than Rose the Hat? I don't think so from this year. Like, Jesus, uh, and maybe Kylo, depending, but, um, but yeah, give Rebecca Ferguson the Oscar. I don't, (laughs) I don't give a shit. She earned it. Um, and then her her troop also was interesting to me and that they yeah, were not yeah. what I expected.
0: I'm going to tell you that's one of my biggest disappointments in this movie. Okay. Really? Is Whoa. that they were not fleshed out nearly as much as they were in the book. I think the ones And that they were
3: fleshed awesome out fleshed in the book. So
1: so what what I got from the movie and uh, and t- tell me when I'm done how close this this gets how cl- how well this is translated from book to screen is that they are sort of a ragtag group of psychopaths that have banded together because people like them who can inhale steam or have the shining or whatever are sort of a dying breed and they're sticking together to survive, basically. Is that more or less That's what? not
0: how I got out of it. No, they're just vampires. Ah. <laughs> it's just a coven of vampires.
1: Oh. I didn't get that. Was that in the book? But it, Was that in the movie? Did I miss that?
0: They're not literal vampires, but oh, okay. they're vampires just... that
1: feed on steam. Not
0: they're, yeah, they're vampires with the shining. That's all they are. Mm.
1: But they were out in the daytime. I mean, they are mm. they are
0: basically a coven. Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: that's they're
1: nothing like. It's not like I
0: clowns, don't know. Either. They're just they all have their own personalities in this.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and the, the book. Okay. Like, and it was mainly her and that one other guy and... that actually got personalities. Who? What? It was her and then the her like right hand.
0: Ah, yeah. uh, the
3: crow.
1: Yeah. He's the
0: coolest. I like curl Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> and then that weird old guy with the sunken in eyes that freaked me out. Grandpa Flick. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Scary.
0: His uh, that eulogy that Rose does for him mm. is right out of the book. Nice. And I like it a lot.
1: Very nice. Uh, let's shift gears and look to the pos- the the heroic I guess side of things. Dan Torrance. Uh, awesome. Again, another thing that uh, you kind of people don't really touch and he's our protagonist after all and I guess it sort of makes sense with his arc is that the first time we see him he's with a girl overdosing and then we later find out that he just sort of left them to die ah uh, what the fuck Danny <laughs> well how do you guys think his character is handled did it did it feel like Dan Dan Torrance 30 whatever years later to you Cody Yeah, yeah
0: absolutely yeah his dad was an alcoholic. <laughs> like,
1: Yeah, that made sense.
0: Especially in, with the trauma you went through. It it makes a lot of sense that he was in that state at the beginning. Yeah.
1: And that scene... And that's
0: another thing. They don't yeah. go through his recovery and his struggle as much as they did in the book.
1: Yeah, I guess.
0: They skipped through it a lot. The
1: The scene when he's at AA and he talks about... Again, like the whole alcoholic storyline in movies is so played out and it kind of is in everything, you know. It's the easy way to show your character and they even did it in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood that your characters, like, got demons or whatever. But the way they did it here, I don't know, it felt really fresh and smart to me. Like, when he's at AA, he's like, I, you know, when I drank, I felt the closest to my father. I was like, oh, fuck, that's good. That's really, really smart. And, I don't know, I guess, yeah, it probably did feel a little bit uh, you know, glazed over, but the, the beats of it kind of made sense to me and... Um, yeah, I didn't mind it too much, and you know, it it's redeeming of pretty irredeemable character, which is all which is a skill in and of itself. Uh, Josh, how did you feel about Dan Torrance?
2: I loved him. I think Ewan McGregor was great. Um, I think he's a little overshadowed by the other two actresses in the movie, but he's great in the role, and I like the way they handle his character. It feels like a natural progression of where Danny would be at this point in his life. Um, it makes sense it evolves you know him dealing with his shining abilities what he's gone through with the events of the shining and then the aftermath of that um so it it all makes sense it worked for me i loved it and i think also this movie with kind of it wraps up it feels like this the ending of a two-part character arc that i didn't know like was necessary until i saw it yeah Mm -hmm. Um, and I thought that was really cool um I thought it was uh it really it actually makes me like the shining more now I feel like I can't watch the shining without watching this immediately after
1: mm-hmm. and that's um, and I the think goal. That's really cool that's, that's yes yeah. best case scenario is that that happens um I honestly... I coming into it I had no idea that uh abra stone was gonna be a was a character much less as involved with the movie as she is and by the way shout out to Kylie Curran cool. great great yeah. kid acting performance but that yeah. really took me by surprise i did not think that we would like I, th- I figured there might be some sort of addition like a little tag along but i didn't figure that they would feature this prominently into it and I mean, she's the main character yeah literally she is like it's it's her story pretty much and dan's just sort of tagging along and uh
0: well, dan is the dick hollerin of this movie except he has more yeah. to do
1: mm. Which, yeah, we'll get to that part, too. Uh, but how do we, how do we think that uh, that whole story arc worked out with
2: the girl? With those two? Um, I, yeah, great. Mm-hmm. Uh, their chemistry and their relationship is probably my favorite, one of my favorite parts of the movie, at least. Yeah. Um, I thought that was really just, it was one of those things where every time those two are on the screen together, It's probably my favorite part of the movie, Mm -hmm. just because their interactions I think just felt genuine and there's like a likability to it, and I just it really really worked for me. Um, And it added
1: and it added heart to a story that didn't that The Shining is a lot of things, but it's The Shining is a really
2: as I love The Shining, and it's one of the rare movies where you can't really get emotionally attached to any character, right? um, Because Danny is just a little kid and Wendy is just the worst. Basically all I mean, I love Wendy, but <laughs> she's just all over the place the entire movie, and then Jack is a psychopath. Yeah. So it's a very cold movie, which is what Kubrick was going for, and that's why it works so well. Literally. But this is ha, <laughs> huh, so funny. Oh, you're so funny. Oh, I wanna kill myself. Um, I think this adds warmth to a story that was cold and it yeah. but it works and it feels like a good um second chapter yeah. like a, a it, it works in that way so i think it it's really um i thought everything with those two is just it's the best part of the movie to me probably
1: warmth without schmaltz is always the goal for me i think hmm. um nobody likes schmaltz and stephen king is very uh susceptible to yeah. schmaltz yeah. um let's see <laughs> since we're talking about the cast in a, in a, in a time where we are de-aging the crap out of everybody at any opportunity yeah I was literally shocked in the theater. I know I didn't. It, I I hadn't seen anything, hadn't read anything. I was shocked that they actually recast the original Shining roles, even Jack. So,
2: so I want to talk about my one. Oh, what what was my first negative when they came the movie? Uh-huh. Um, as someone who likes the de aging stuff and thinks it looks great uh-huh. most of the ninety nine percent of the time, I was really put off when, when they when they showed up with Wendy and the kid and they looked nothing like. Wendy and Danny yeah. from the first movie, um, not as jarring as the one later in the movie. But <laughs> those, the the one, the, the thing with the Shining is they cast the three most interesting looking people on the planet for that the <laughs> original movie. You have Shelley Duvall who has a face that nobody else has. Jack Nicholson, Thanks. same thing, and then the kid who maybe is a little normal looking, but even him, he has a very unique, distinct face. You get these two generic looking actors to play these people. And they do a good job at moving like them and sounding like them. Well, but yeah, the, the person they, who was um, was Wendy sounded exactly yeah, like Sherry I, I mean, you could have told me that was a, a direct recording from her voice, and I would have believed you. But mm-hmm. um, the problem is they looked nothing like it, so it really took me out of it, and it distracted me. Yeah. And it the, the second time I saw it, it didn't bother me that much because I was prepared for it. Right. But I still think... In some point, at some point in a year when this comes out on Blu-ray, someone's going to do a deep fake, and they're going to put uh, Shelley Duvall and Jack Nicholson and uh, Danny uh, Boyd's face on the kid, and they're going to do it, and it's going to look really good, and people are going to wonder, why did not they just see CGI them? Hmm. Um, and I think that's probably my only major... I don't even know to say it's a negative, because it's not something they like messed up on. It's just it's a creative choice they made, and it's fine. But... Right. Um, If I were making it, I would have maybe tried And Mike Flanagan directly addressed this in an interview. He said he didn't want to do CGI faces. He wanted to just do something more real, um, which is fine. That's totally fine. It's your movie. Do it your way. I just, for me personally, I would have, it would have been more, it would have felt more in the universe and it would have felt more, less jarring to just suddenly see some other guy pretending to be Jack Nicholson at the end.
1: here, here's an idea. This may sound stupid, but it's just an idea would you say whose point of view do you think we see through and see the shining Danny's Is it a possibility that perhaps the creative choice and maybe it maybe Flanagan has shot this down or confirmed it? I don't know I'm just thinking on this I think I know where you're going
2: with this because I saw a theory going around but maybe this
1: is what his parents actually looked like and what we saw in the shining was like an exaggeration just because he was a kid and things seemed crazier I guess That's,
2: that's completely possible the only yeah it's completely possible yep I, get hit, I actually if, really I like that I,
1: explanation.
2: I think I think it works more with the Jack, with Jack but not so much well, Danny. Well,
1: the, the movie, Wendy. I mean, the, the Shining, the events of The Shining, they psychologically affect all of them. You know, Shelley, uh, Shelley Duvall's yeah. character obviously becomes more unhinged, and she realizes how little control she has over her life pretty much. Jack sure. kind of gets possessed by the hotel, and the worst parts have been brought out. Kind
0: of. He does get possessed. And He's and straight up possessed. Yeah. And, yeah.
1: Well, I, I read it differently. But the, and, then Danny, yeah. and then Danny, obviously, is traumatized by it and you yeah. know i don't know that's just a thought that i had i think
2: just, that's fair if, if, it makes if, it makes it a if you want to
1: reconcile with yourself and use that i think you can probably yeah, get away it with it it makes it, it
2: more well. digestible yeah. to think of it in that way i just still right I, whenever I, when i go back and watch this i'm gonna be like man i wish that was jack nicholson looking at uh you and mcgruder instead yeah. of this random person whose face i don't recognize speaking yeah, yeah you will they'll, they'll just they'll deep fake it yeah they will I mean, the problem is, it's just it looks like a bunch of people in shining cosplay yep. because their mm-hmm. costumes are so perfect and shiny. Mm-hmm. They don't look dirty or worn in or anything, so it just it looked weird to me. But outside of that, those are my that's my only real negative with the movie. I mean, there's maybe a couple times when I think it could have picked up the pace a little bit, but other than that, it's, yeah.
1: So we yeah. we don't have the same one, but I'll I'll get to mine in a minute. Nope.
2: Uh, okay. but
1: but I I like the decision. Could just. Not for a really good reason, but I just it zigged when I thought it was gonna zag, and I kind of like that every now and again. Like, oh, you Ryan Johnson me, you know, uh, and you subverted my expectations. And that was literally the last. I didn't know, first of all, I didn't even think that they would be in the movie, much less be played by different actors. So it was just like, uh, oh wow, this is pretty fun. I didn't think I didn't expect this, and I was just enjoying enjoying the choice. And if it's a good choice or a bad choice, I don't really know. But I enjoyed watching it, so what do I care? Uh, I'm not gonna look that deeply into it. Um, and, uh, and I thought, I thought they did a fine job, you know, and they, and the meticulous recreating of those shots and the, the locations and all that was really, I love how they did the, uh, the the elevator too, that they, it was a Danny's perspective and they didn't redo it, but they just moved the camera up or something like, like that, or maybe they did recreate it. I think my favorite part
0: about that was how when everybody else in the series saw it, they all flipped
2: out, but Rose was like. And no, she just kind of cool. glanced and said, "Okay."
1: Yeah, Rose is the ultimate queen. I love her so much. One of my favorite characters of the year. Uh, she's just so cool. Um, I guess, uh, Cody, do you have any negatives before I get to my main one? And then I got some things to rattle. Just off. My, the pacing. Um, okay. I just it does hit a rut about you know hour and a half, hour forty five. Yeah, it's just
0: it's too fast, and then it slows way down. Hmm. Okay. Which is.
2: That um, again, I kind of wish I didn't. See, read I the think book. It, to me. It feels the opposite. I think it's really slow and then picks up in the end. Hmm. At least for the. second. No,
0: I'm saying no. It, in the second act, it gets pretty slow. But in the third act, when they get back to the hotel, it's really. Yeah. It gets good again. I like. Really, that. No, I would say ever. I think the second act is the, best part the, of the movie. No, I'm I'm trying to I don't. Give me a second. Um. There's just that one. There's a part that gets too slow for me. I'm just trying to think of one. It is. It's probably leading up to the first meeting. No, I maybe just the Iowa stuff. Okay. I'm going to Iowa, and then from basically from the gunfight on.
1: It's.
2: Speaking of, what did you think of the gunfight?
1: That's actually my big negative.
2: I okay. I'm not. I know I'm not qualified.
1: I know I'm not qualified to make this distinction. But that did not feel like The Shining to me. Or it that didn't, didn't feel like it belonged it, in this it, universe.
2: It it didn't feel like it belonged in the Kubrick movie, but it felt like it belonged in this movie.
1: Yeah, I don't even. Uh, I don't know. It, it that didn't sit right with me. I like. I'm looking at my notes. I literally wrote gun fi- a shootout with two exclamation or two question marks. I just. I don't know. It feels too 2019. Like you don't and and this isn't even me being eh, and against but like it's it just i don't know I, I i don't think of that kind of violence when i think of the shining violence and this movie is kind of about violence in a way and that just the, felt the
2: thing the thing is like me. this they're they're trying to put set this in a grounded universe because that's the universe that that's kubrick exactly set so. yes a grounded do. universe full of va- with vampires driving around yeah. in RVs well, <laughs> you have to find them i think they should they did their best finding the middle yeah. ground and i, can, I think yeah. that was I can't. It
1: works right. I can't think of something better for them to do. Like hacking them with machetes would probably be stupid. But I don't know. If it's in the book, then you know it's it's in the book, and that's just it's nothing we can do about that. But
0: and what it is just just I mean, as like a when you get down to brass tacks, artistically or not, What it is is they're evening the odds because there's one there's like. Twenty times as many members of the True Knot. That's not true, but there's a lot more members of the True Knot than their group.
1: It just it it kind of is interesting to me that like nobody's tried to shoot them before. They haven't been shot. I don't know. And they can they're susceptible to gunfire too.
0: Something that they should have, um, really tried to hit home somehow was that Mm -hmm. they're not just traveling in Winnebagos for fun. They're doing it to. As a disguise, they keep out of the limelight. Yeah, that's how they've been able to survive for so long. Mm-hmm. And this is just Rose cracking and them hurting for food. Right, that's why they're going they're out. They're desperate. Of
1: limb. Okay. Yeah. But the whole gun, wanna... the gunfight thing was saved. I love the the like the dying effects that they did for him. I thought yeah. that was really
2: uh, really creepy. And...
0: is so cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I
2: also, that was sh- also shout out to uh, uh, Abra for pulling a Last Jedi. And doing <laughs> Luke's power move at the end. Not
1: my Star Wars. Uh, <laughs> I got one more thing, and this is direct. This is directly to you, Josh, because you have to watch this movie a hundred million more times, and you have to think of me every time you see it. Death Cat. The
2: the death Cat.
3: The what? The Death Cat.
2: The what? The Death Cat. I don't know what you're talking about. The cat at, like the, the, at, the, hospital, at the hospital. Oh, death. right. Okay. Death cat.
1: The, Cause I remember, yeah, I, I remember reading, I remember reading, <laughs> I remember reading that story however many years ago and being also obsessed with it. And I read that that's what inspired Stephen King. It was the, it, it was the death cat. And then somebody asked him at a Q and a, what happened to Dan Torrance that inspired him to write the book. And I just think that's awesome. And hashtag death cat forever. Um, <laughs> cute. That has a cute ass cat. Um, was that how prominent was that in the in the book, Cody? Did that show up a lot, or was it? And I have another book question to follow up.
0: Just as much, I mean, the
1: book. Like a death cat, sort of went away after a certain point, but did it come? Yeah, out?
0: it's it went back, and it's the same as the book. Or as soon as he talks to Dick, yeah, in the hospice, he never goes back there until oh no, he's there at the very end of the book, but. Okay.
1: That's probably just. It does.
0: It stops really playing a role, but they they also do like five more examples of him being Doctor Sleep. Nice. Which was probably, I wish they had honed that in a little bit more. Yeah.
1: Good title. I, bad title.
0: It's good in the book. Yeah. Good title, not fitting title. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, because I don't. They they need. They didn't really hammer the point home that he's Doctor Sleep, and he was Doc when he was a kid.
1: Right. People right,
0: right. called them Doc now, and I wish they had tried clever. a little bit harder to
1: clever. Uh, the only other book-related question I really had was I. I'm fully. I, I probably wasn't paying close enough attention, or maybe forgot. But I was there a reason why Abra was so powerful? I guess, or was it she just one in a million? Kind of like every now and again, yeah. somebody with a lot of power. She's a right. That's it. Yeah, it's, okay. She's All a right. whale, as I like to call it. Totally fine with that. I just didn't know if I missed, like, some, oh, it's because of this, but, okay. No, there's
0: no reason for it. It's just that she, it's like how Danny was super powerful when he was a kid. Got it.
1: Cool. Um Shining uh, relationship. The office was a cool touch. I noticed that. I like that a lot. Yeah, but that was great. The guy had the same office. V clever. Um... I like how they only use a couple of shots, but you know, they yeah. were all about. Cause like the... It
2: doesn't. It does just enough without doing too much. Yeah,
1: Ready Player One was a much more gross offender of shining nostalgia than this one is, and mm-hmm. I count that as a win. You no, know, <laughs> but that movie's great, so
2: it's fine. It's. I
1: love it so. I
2: hate it and love it so much. Ready Player you, One. You just don't want to like it because it's about. It's everything you hate about society. Cody, he said it. But you, but you can't admit that you like it.
1: I do. I like. It. I give it. It's. I have three and a half stars in Letterbox. But I also hate the movie. Anyways, okay. uh, <laughs> um, I, I didn't really notice any other major Shining things other than the boiler, which again, great callback, great closing of the circle there to make things good with old Stevie. So I
0: guess my question is, is even though I watched <laughs> watched The Shining a week before,
2: yeah,
1: they don't
0: mention the boiler and the shining do they yeah Yeah, they they do do. there's
2: a scene where wendy goes down there
0: well yeah
1: but does she and they mention in the tour don't they
0: yes i guess i just don't
1: remember that cody do you even like film
2: i do i've seen seen that movie maybe 30 40 times in my life so i have most of it memorized
0: fair enough um okay because yeah i don't know i just i still i don't like stanley kubrick why? Person, he's an asshole.
2: He's not. Yeah, he's... Stanley Kubrick.
0: You're gonna adapt a book. Adapt a book. The movie's good. The movie's, the movie's, great. Ma- movie's, movie's great. Movie's great. I really movie's... like the book though. The movie's
2: I like the a book ma- better. It's just I don't yeah. know. Yeah. The movie I is just, taking the general idea of the book and doing something unique with it, and I like. I just respect. I
0: just respect the hell out of Mike Flanagan for being able to do what he did.
2: For
1: sure. Might be one of the MVPs of the year of filmmakers. Shout out. Yeah. Shout out to you, Michael Flanagan. Um, let's see. Wait, can't we, we
0: didn't talk
2: about um, the Scatman remake. Yeah. Recast. That's the one recast I liked because.
0: I honestly think. Say it. The Shiny would be a better movie if he played Scatman. Really? Yeah, I don't think Scatman's a very good a- actor.
2: Why? I just don't. Oh, he's he's a little. He
0: doesn't seem genuine
2: to me. He's a little over the top, but that's, mm. I don't
3: know. He he oh, fits with
2: that time, the 1980 aesthetic.
1: You like ice cream, Doc?
2: Love you, Scatman.
1: What's the character's name?
2: I can't remember. Doc or uh, Dick. Dick
1: Holland Dick Coleran. That's right. <laughs> funny. Um, any more likes or dislikes? I think I'm pretty tapped out on this one. Um, um got to most I, of my things.
2: I love the way the movie's paced outside of a few moments where I think it drags a tiny bit. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it moves, and also the editing, uh, it moves and feels the same way that Kubrick made The Shining move and feel, which is one of my favorite things about mm-hmm. it is that he doesn't copy Kubrick, but he kind of shadows it. He's inspired um, by it. He's inspired it. by, he's by he's it, yeah. Yeah, defi- it, it, there's a, a lot of the, the slow crossfades. It, Josh, um, the, Josh. What? what? It's,
1: it's poetry. It rhymes
2: yes it is um it's very it's it's very like snowball effect as in it it's very kind of slow gradual kind of lets you just kind of sit in the universe for a while getting to know the characters i think
0: once once Um, i I agree with you once dan becomes an adult mm -hmm. but they just rush through
2: so much shit at the beginning of that movie that it it's just it's jarring when you say becomes an adult, do you mean like once it flashes forward to him? Like, to and him, it's dead, yeah. Okay, okay. So like all the flashback stuff at the beginning. Which, yeah, I mean, yeah.
0: granted, it's not that much of the movie, but it's just, yeah, it's it's, still, they just, it's so much I think time That stuff goes
2: on, it, it goes on for too long, yet goes on for not long enough at the same time.
0: I thought not yeah, I'm with you. I just, I, I don't know if this is just my go to now, but I think it'd be better as a, uh, a limited series.
2: So <laughs> Um, I think the stuff at the beginning it would I would have been I think that's the weakest part of the movie but that's just because those I just don't I didn't love those actors playing those characters which is fair yeah um, I think if you'd had either someone that looked more like them or obviously you can't have them but if you had the actual actors it would feel more real to me Um, but you know it is what it is and that stuff isn't terrible it's just the weakest part of what is otherwise a great movie so it doesn't well, I Just, just,
0: yeah. just for me I wish they um, yeah spent more time just, just establishing
2: things yeah like and the box and yeah stuff. the box the box stuff confused me the first time i saw it and i kind of it got i got i got it more the second time i saw it i understood what it actually meant
1: well uh, i remember what was the box i can't remember the
2: boxes in danny's head oh yeah 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 yeah,
1: yeah. yeah, yeah. i remember that yeah. oh that was so cool that whole set piece at the end at the overlook yeah. was fucking great yeah
2: so, and then obviously, like, it kind of moves very kind of slowly and meticulously through the first two acts before it gets to that third act finale at the Overlook. And it, I what I like the most about what Mike Flanagan does in the whole, because obviously some people were just against this movie from the start because they don't like people capitalizing on nostalgia because nostalgia is evil and is going to corrupt us all exactly. according to the world according to people like Mason are wrong. <laughs> um I'm saying
1: I love the nostalgia about this so you can't you can't blame that on me Ricky Bobby he,
2: but what I like about this movie is he has so much restraint for the first two-thirds of this movie and he just has very the only really references are like small lines small like the shots office. and the and the music the music is incredible and he he uses a lot of the musical cues from the shining while also still doing his own thing and then it gets to a moment that made me cry when they're at Ooh. the gas station from the original Shining, mm-hmm. and they say we have to go to this place. And then it, the drum roll comes in, and the original Shining theme comes in, and I lost my fucking mind because it was well,
0: that's the the same exact opening shot yeah. from yeah. the opening. Yeah, of and Shining then they too, they right? recreate
2: the shot f- across the the uh, the lake, uh, and it's just oh my god. Well, they god. Re-
1: they redid it. They touched it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought for a second uh-huh. they they actually did it and i was like wow that's awesome but then I read yeah, it read it's like oh yeah. they just messed it around Yeah, I was they, like all right they, that's yeah. fine i'll give you a pass it still that looks one.
2: it still looks great so yeah, yeah, um, sure. and then see in the whole in the getting there slowly getting through the the theme song again and we get to the overlook and it just it feels it felt like an epic like mm-hmm. a horror epic and i i haven't seen a movie like that in a really long time um and it just i love big feeling movies like that and have it in the shining universe felt right. Yeah, it is um, a genre. It to, it's a genre that tries
1: yeah. to stay as small as possible sometimes. So I agree yeah. with you. It is li- yeah. like sometimes with it less so in the sec- in part 2 yeah. that Stephen yeah. King does better than anybody is doing horror on a yeah. big scale and making it feel bigger than just somebody in a in a house, mm-hmm. you know, a creaky house with a ghost, you know. Mm-hmm. I agree with you he did. Um, I love that. The third act was just fire,
2: and the third act is great. And the third act, I think the thing that a lot of people are split on. Some people seem to hate the third act and think it's where the movie goes downhill. it's It's some of the best stuff in the movie to me, mm-hmm. except for a couple. Like I can understand maybe some of the recreated characters and ghosts looking a little silly because they don't look at they look a little cleaner and they look a little more twenty nineteen. That's um, true, and, the, it moves, think, and how,
0: how are you supposed to do yeah that
2: but it's, and it's like they move faster than they did in the original they moved it but it's like it's a different director it's a different way of making it and i, I was fine with it um especially on the second time because i was used to it and i was prepared for it to be mm-hmm. that way um and the only one is um the one ghost um grady um when mm-hmm. they have a the guy who says great party he has an English accent in the original movie, but he's an American in this movie. They couldn't have just told him to speak with an, a British accent. Wait, that's not Grady, though. Isn't it? That's Horace. Oh. Never mind then. Which one?
0: Grady was the one. He's the one. The one who. He's just kind of he's stands the there right? when when Adver's running around. He's the guy from the bathroom, the first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah, the okay. guy who says the great party has huh, um the guy with the. Gas I remember. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah.
2: That's okay. Yeah mix them up um
0: and yeah. he plays he plays a bigger role in the book too okay yeah. i liked i actually like the finale of the book a tiny bit more okay i think they're pretty much on par but obviously Does... the, the big change is that there's no hotel in the book okay so they don't go back to the overlook they but they do they go to the grounds like okay. it became some sort of national park kind of thing okay like, and that and the thing about what I wish they somehow reincorporated into the movie was that it was the true knots, true headquarters. Like, okay. That's where they ran everything. Gotcha. Because it's a much bigger, like,
2: I think that again, that's one thing that I think can work for the Stephen King universe, but it's not so much something that can work for the Kubrick universe.
0: I mean, you don't Definitely. think you could you could have had them call the overlook their home. That's fair. Like squat there. I think they could have done that <laughs> and have a reason to go there other than I it's think dangerous for people like us. who could say, I,
2: "Well, that's where she is." I think using it as a place to take her down, kind of ending it at the place it all began, would be is. It just, I, I think it fit, but that could also. I mean, I did I can't speak for it because I haven't read the book, and I didn't see how that could be executed. So I don't know. But yes. That's my big lost love, and this
0: is the finale. Hmm.
1: That is a very radical change, though. Interesting. But I think it, I, I I would guess I'd have to read it, but I, I like how they handled it here. I mean, it it, it at no, service, they did, it's you, a service like level said, of him uh, him confronting his past and his demons. Again, like, yeah, yeah
0: just it's the same basic idea, just yeah. kind of a different set piece. Okay. Um, and well, this- I like that the hotel was there. I like that. I I like that change. Yeah. and I wish they. I wish he did that in the book, but I I really wish that that's where the Knot had like been squatting or whatever. Yeah. I think having a headquarters there because people like Danny are drawn to it or whatever. But right. again, I'm just I don't write books. I just read them.
1: Also, rip Danny Torrance. Yeah. I did nothing to
0: the kill him. Another yeah. change from the book.
2: Oh, does he survive? Yeah, the he book? makes it. Okay. Hmm.
1: I think I'm okay with this, with him dying. I, th- I no, think. No, it's it makes good. It, it closes the
0: chapter.
2: It closes the story arc. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. There's no. It feels like a really great, just five hour part one, part two, like for sure. I, I agree. It, it, yeah. It. I, I really. That's. I think the biggest takeaway for me is that I now this feels like a much bigger story than I originally even thought it was and it's I mean each one is already massive in their own right, right. but um, I love the way they complement each other and they feel like good fits even though you, there are some things in this movie that maybe you could look at and so that's not 100% consistent with the first one but you look at it in a certain way and, and can be so um, I think just it, that that's my biggest one of my biggest things with this movie it's just it makes The Shining better and The Shining Goes perfectly with this.
1: Okay. Any final thoughts slash uh, Easter eggs, references, whatever tributes that you guys wanted to mention
2: is liking. Um, one Easter egg I saw. Uh, the house number that Abra lives at is one nine eight zero, which is nineteen eighty, aka the year The Shining came out.
0: They did. Um, something was two seventeen. I don't remember what it? what it was though, but two seventeen is
1: yeah. They writ- that... the
0: room from the book.
1: Why did Kubrick change that? Do we know? Because he's a dick. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's just one of those little changes where he just does a middle finger to Stephen King for no reason. I love it. Just to say this is mine, mm. which just it's not. But whatever. I don't really want to get into this. Well, that's <laughs> that's
3: very that is a interesting fight. story. We... Hmm.
2: Um, and then I also I love the ending. I think oh. the ending is the ending scene is great. Yeah. No, yeah, that's good. Yeah.
1: Also, another thing that I, I didn't mention is something that felt out of place because it weirdly didn't was... Uh, who is it? was it? Was it Rose, I think? Like, flying through space, pretty much? Yes.
0: I loved those scenes. Yeah. yeah I, like, I loved
1: it. When I watched it, I was like, this sh- I should hate this, but I actually kind of yeah, like it work, a lot. Yeah, this shouldn't work, but it does. Yeah. Because,
0: yeah, yeah, she's not in the real world. That's all it is. Yeah. And they, there's always... The projection, essentially.
1: Yeah, exactly. And, yeah, I don't know. Just, I wanted to mention that as... Something, not something I forgot, but that, that I actually liked. Real cool. Really um, cool shot. V, V, V. V, 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 cool. Um, I think that's about it for me. What about you guys? Anything else? No? I mm-hmm. mean... I think we've
2: made a set of so. peace. Yeah. I think I'm um, pretty good. I I can't wait to see it again. I love this movie. It's so mm-hmm.
0: good. good. Oh, my God. I'll see it again. I don't know if I'll see it in theaters again, but I'll definitely buy it when it comes out. Regal Unlimited. I know. That's how i yeah, see it twice already. me goodness. I saw it yesterday. I didn't have to go to work yesterday.
1: Cody, let's uh, grade it out then.
0: I'm gonna give it, give it, an eight. I'm feeling generous really? today. Really?
1: I'm. I go eight point five. It doesn't have the rewatchability for me, but and that shootout. Yeah, you guys eh.
0: definitely, you guys definitely liked it more than I did. Yeah, that makes sense. You read the book. I
2: noticed you gave it a four and a half, and then brought it down to a four. Yeah, I was overzealous. I thought about it. <laughs> did 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 Sonya talk you down?
0: No, I just, after seeing it, or after really thinking about it, I just, like I said, there were a couple of things that got omitted or changed that kind of disappointed me,
3: mm.
0: and it just, it kind of took away from the movie. Bummer.
1: Well, Josh, any emojis you'd like to throw at it? I'm. I'm I have you feeling- All the
2: smileys. You know what? I'll do, I'll do what I rarely do. <gasps> If I, I'll give this a ten.
1: Oh! Whoa! Oh my God! You have to do it on Letterboxd. No. Yeah. I know, but we, Cody, we we've won this battle. Let's no, let's enjoy. It. Let's enjoy the spoils of. Our I record. wanted
0: to have one rated film.
1: It'd be so funny. <laughs> <laughs> it would King, look hilarious. Stars. Um, or yeah, make it so it looks like a middle finger to ratings.
2: Uh, just log. Just give, ratings I'm just gonna shit. give one. I'm just gonna give like. One five star like, two to movies, a star like a two star and a four star, and then one or two movies, uh three stars, <laughs> it'll be a middle finger perfect perfect,
0: very funny, but make sure you really it's a good it.
2: meme. It's a very good <laughs> meme
1: uh, watching listening to wow, an eight and eight and a half and a ten, golly, uh Cody, why don't you go first since I think you've been playing something Never? yeah.
0: Oh. Yeah, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Wait, no. The other one. (laughs) I have been playing Call of Duty. Oh my god. I have not been playing Death Stranding that much. I don't have an opinion yet.
1: Okay. I guess that's
0: about that. I may be two hours into that game.
1: Oh,
2: you have many to go.
0: It's more of a movie than a game so far.
2: Boring. My kind of game.
1: It's fine, it's a really cool movie though. Yeah. No Norman Reedus is in it. What? Norman Reedus, isn't he the main character? Yeah, Yeah. he's great. We're seeing a lot more celebrities
2: doing games these days. Interesting. Yeah, because they're realizing that it's actually acting and storytelling and aren't being a stupid cuck like you, so...
1: Listen... NBA 2K20 isn't going to play itself, Shut Josh. The fuck oh, my God. I have to... Josh, I need to get the games so I can make Syracuse basketball's uh, roster and then play other teams as their team. I don't know what half those words mean. And uh, the it looks like the NCAA is going to start paying players, so now I'll be able to buy the college versions of said games as well as the professional versions. So it's a win-win all around. <laughs> They're fun! Just, I They, they make the, my brain go blank, and I can just person. play. I can just play. It's fun. No. Oh, uh, then
2: that's what Spider Man's for. I know, but I'm go bad play at Spider yeah, Man. That's go play a good a, game. Go play, go play an actual sport.
1: I'm bad at Spider Man. I do play sports. Anyways, Cody, anything else other than Death Stranding?
0: Call of Duty. I wasn't joking about that. Oh I am God. playing
1: the new Call of Duty. Oh, my And God. it's really quick, good. Quick scopes, no scopes? None. Nice. They don't, not, no, they don't do that.
3: They don't do that at It's, oh, it's wow. pretty good.
0: It, it's got its problems right now, but. Who doesn't? It's one of those games where you can just
1: play. play See, that's the ones I like. I like ones that wipe my brain clean, or than it already is.
0: Well, it'll make you mad, though.
1: Yeah, I know. I I I play Mad, and it gets me really pedo'd, So that's uh, fucking Rams. What
0: book? I'm reading another Stephen King book right now. Under the Dome. Uh, I've already read Under the Dome. Uh, Good book. I'm reading The Dead Zone right now, which. Nice. I know they made a movie about it.
2: I, yeah, I've seen the Dead Zone.
0: Is it with Chris? Who's in? it? Is that Christopher Walken in it? Um, or is that a different movie? I don't hey. remember. I haven't seen it in
2: years. Um, okay. let me look it up. I think it is.
1: It's me, Chris If it's, the one,
2: if it's the one I'm thinking of. Love yes. that guy. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I remember this. Okay. Is is, yeah. is it Christopher Walken? Yeah, it's Christopher Walken. Yeah. is this is this, very,
1: co- is this coked up king or is it re- sober king? I don't know when he um, so it. So
0: far, it's it's like his third or fourth book. Yeah, it's coked up. Uh tape. Let's see when it came out. The Dead Zone.
1: 1977.
0: So, yeah, I mean, it's probably right before it got really big. Oh, my God, look at fucking Christopher Walken in this movie. Yeah, <laughs> I know. God bless. Oh, I'm so in. I can't wait.
1: <laughs> Great. Um,
0: but, no, it's really cool. So The version I'm listening to is recorded by... James Franco. What? And, oh my God! So there's a character in the book who is Polish, and he, high key, just does his um, Tommy Wiseau
2: impression. <laughs>
1: well, Tommy Wiseau is rumored to be part Polish.
2: Uh, nobody knows. Nobody knows anything about Tommy Wiseau. He Wazoo. won't say. Yeah. He says he's American. I know. I love it. <laughs> I'm sure, he is.
0: I'm from Los Angeles.
2: <laughs>
1: Hey,
0: happy, what f- what hap- is,
2: Remember when he, like, did that Joker thing and it was terrible? Yeah, that was terrible? hilarious. That was awesome. That was, that was horrible.
1: Happy oh, birthday. God. Still better than Jared Leto, though. Um, happy birthday. Doggy. Cheep, 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 cheep.
2: He needs He needs to go away. He, his shtick is done.
1: Jared Leto? I agree. No. Um,
2: Tommy Wiseau. Never.
1: Never. He's, he's probably gonna he, die soon. He's probably, like, 83 years old. We just don't know yet. So, I don't know. <laughs> Who the fuck knows anymore. Um, as for myself, a uh, new movie that I've watched, uh, Motherless Brooklyn. I don't know if you guys have heard anything about it. It's like an Edward. I've Horton. heard of it. It looks boring to me. Eh, so. Yeah, it is, but I don't know. Something about it put a spell on me, and I just That's like the it, music.
0: That movie looked really bad.
1: I think it is, but I don't really care. <laughs> I just I like the music and the the, the setting and all of it. it. Was just I don't know. It worked for me for some reason, and I liked it a lot. Uh, for no discernible reason, but I did. Uh, I rewatched Steve Jobs, Masterpiece. I rewatched. Ooh. I didn't watch Step Brothers. I rewatched it. Gotta fix that in Letterboxd. Uh, possibly the best comedy of the decade, of a, of that decade, not this it's one. It's one of them. Certainly. Oh, man. Just. Ah so many good shit in this oh my god katherine Hahn steals a movie everybody steals a movie Brothers, god
2: that bathroom scene is one of the funniest things i've
1: ever seen Woo! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> ah! and john
2: john c riley just in general is the most
1: ridiculous looking person and there's so many moments that just make me piss my pants i was i was sweating by the end by the time by the end of uh, the movie i was just laughing so much um <laughs> I don't want to have a doctor
2: and look at that. Jesus. And the uh,
1: well, a sweating of laughter because I was like in my pajamas and it was all that, you know, t- socks tucked in the whole spiel. Oh, but Jesus. one of the funniest things about that is when <laughs> in like the at the Catalina Wine Mixer when they do when they <laughs> after they are like adults and are <laughs> bo- the boring versions of them are so funny, like talking about insurance and, you know, all that shit and then Richard Jenkins speech about being a dinosaur. <laughs> and, it, and Will Ferrell's like, how is that a skill? <laughs> he's like, that's not even... <laughs> how Just... you... you can't be... It's impossible. You can't be a dinosaur. He's like, I thought I practiced for a little oh, while, my and my then arms. I come back I, my, my to it. My little arms. Get a fucking job. Get a fucking job, to whatever his name is.
2: Like, <laughs> Brennan.
1: Yeah. I I'd come back to it. And apparently Richard Jenkins, like they that was like one of their improvs and he is apparently horrified that it made it into the final cut and they just <laughs> and he was super upset about it. He's like that was so ridiculous. We're like, no, it was great and they kept it in. And exactly
0: <laughs> what it needed to be.
1: Uh, oh my god. I just uh I love that movie. It's so fucking rewatchable. Uh oh, man. Yeah. It we, we had it good for a few years there with uh Will, Will and uh, Will Ferrell and John and John C. Riley. It was that Taligan and Einstein. I think there was one other.
2: No, it was just those two, and then they did uh, that detective movie. Sherlock Holmes
1: movie. <laughs> yeah, that didn't, that didn't happen. Uh,
2: <laughs> did either of you see that? No.
1: I think my dad did, but I
0: <laughs> never saw it. it looked I funny. wanted
2: to see it. I actually thought it looked kind of funny. <laughs> I just <laughs> so, I can't.
0: Not in a
1: good way. I can't. But... I just can't anymore.
0: Was it funny in a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes kind of way? Yeah. Is that what it has? Oh, Jesus. Something that low. Like...
1: I think it's up to six now, so it's all everything's fine. Oh, so uh, it's perfect. Yeah, Holy great shit. film. Uh, yeah. Hopefully, I don't know. I feel like those two are probably done in terms of comedy, but they, you know, Will Ferrell's got one really great. Will Ferrell put out
2: a great comedy. Yeah, it's been a while.
1: He's been good in spurts, but he hasn't led an actual movie. But who really has these days? Um, yeah, Step Brothers, just so fucking good. Um, and then, I, I think I talked about this last time, but uh, uh, but I'm keeping up, and one of the reasons I mentioned the whole week-to-week TV thing is that Watchmen is, ah, uh, man, Every I look forward to every Sunday night, and I'm bummed that there's only four more episodes left, we're past the halfway point, but uh, shit is about to hit the fan, and this last episode wasn't really that good, uh, episode four is by far the best one so far, uh, but there's some I don't know if you guys have been following along or heard about it or even watching it, but Jeremy Irons is, he's Adrian Veidt, and his whole story arc is fucking crazy. Like, like, this last episode, can I spoil it for you? Yeah. Does anybody care? Yeah. This last episode.
0: I may watch watch it at some point. I watched about half of the first episode, and I didn't like it.
1: It, Yeah, the first episode's not very good, but it does get better. Uh, But, again, it's, it's your time. But there, let's. I'll, I won't spoil in case you watch Josh. But when you see Jeremy Irons, because the, the show just kind of randomly cuts to him every now and again, and every time it's it does, he's just doing weird shit, and it's great. But in this one was especially weird, and it, it's, it was him in a boat, and there's a bunch of these little orbs on like a little on a lake, and he's like pulling out these lobster traps, and I won't tell you what's in the lobster traps, but it's fucking crazy. <laughs> it's just so weird. And yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited to see where it ends up because, like I said, it feels like we're getting close to uh, f- actually getting some answers. And the the questions and the mystery around it has been a lot of fun. But I'm actually I'm now I'm really getting chomping at the bit to find out what actually is going on. Um, and yeah, uh, Josh, what about you? I think you've seen some movies.
2: Uh so I watched the first episode of the Mandalorian today. Um... Hold on. Okay. I'll
1: be vague.
2: I have uh,
0: ten minutes left in the episode. Okay. Wow. Uh,
2: well, what do you think so far?
0: I love it. Yeah,
2: it's really good. Uh, I it's don't. Super cool. It's really cool. I like the t- the tone is really cool. And what I like the most is how much it feels like literally right after Return of the Jedi. Like it feels like it's in that world, nice. that post Empire gritty weeks maybe. Like yeah, uh, it is. I think it, I think it's actually a few years after, but it feels like it could have been a couple days after. Um, I like that
0: it's um, introducing the remnant into canon. Yeah, like actually.
2: Yeah. And um, Werner Herzog, <laughs>
0: he's awesome. great. I love yeah, he's him. He's great.
2: Um, and uh, also, there's a there's a life day reference. So the holiday yeah, is now. Cat. Okay, that's great. Um, the whole I really like it. I think Pedro Pascal is good so far. I don't know if it's just his voice or he's under the mask, but he's great for what he's doing. I don't, I don't really know how you can judge his acting, but um, everyone's good so far. There ha- I mean, the story hasn't really kicked in yet. It doesn't really kick in until the very end of the episode, or and, and even then it's kind of vague, but it, it's good. It's a good ep- pilot to set up the universe, set up where we are in the world, set up the characters, um, the tone, and I really like it. It feels like what people have been some people have been asking for for that old school Star Wars feel, and I think it delivers that. Um, I still prefer, like, you know, the sequel trilogy. That's just that's what I love the most that we've been getting recently. But this is great, and I can't wait to see what they do with the other shows, like Obi Wan, and whatever else they come up with. And I think this is a good first venture into Star Wars on TV, live action, anyway. Nice. Yeah.
1: Well, certainly excited to see what you think of that final reveal, Cody. Absolutely, and where it goes from there. I think it's uh, there's another episode out on Friday, right? Yeah. And then it's a weekly until it's over.
2: Yeah, so then okay. it becomes Tuesdays, I think. Maybe it's Fridays. I think
1: it's Fridays. Okay. Exciting. Yeah. The Mandalorian, only on Apple Plus. Apple TV nope. Plus. That's, no, No. <laughs> they wish. No. <laughs> they do wish. They do do wish. <laughs> All right. Jam-packed episode. That'll be it. Next week... Ford v Ferrari, I think. I'm kind of excited about that one.
2: When is that coming out? Yep, fifteen. I have some. I have a bunch of movies I need to catch up on. I'm gonna see if I can go I this week. Not I've got
1: shit. Seen that movie, Cody. I don't know if you know this or not, but it's directed by James Mangold. You know the
0: director of what movie, Josh? Logan. From what year? 2017.
2: Yes. Nice. nice. <laughs> Ooh, there's a Godfather Part Two screening tomorrow. Maybe.
0: Yeah, I might go see that.
2: Is that included in Regal Plus? Or no, Regal it's a
0: Fandango. No, it's, God, a Fandango. Damn it. it's a Fathom event.
2: I'll just watch my Blu-ray of it. I'm fine.
1: I also should mention that I saw Irishman again. I'm seeing it for a third time. So, Josh, the race is officially on to be the bigger, uh, bigger fanboy. Uh, who I will have seen Doctor Sleep
2: four times by the end of this year. Nice. So.
1: V. Are you going to do, like, a Shining and then immediately book oh, to yeah. the theater to go? Oh, yeah. Nice. No,
2: no, not to the theater. When it comes out, I'm going to watch them both. Yeah, I okay. want to do that. When yeah. it comes out on 4K. yeah, Nice. Double screen
1: it. Watch them both at once. <laughs> By the way, is, is Shining longer than Doctor Sleep? No, Doctor Sleep is about 10 minutes longer. Oh, ah, okay. Interesting. Yeah, so it is almost about five hours. Nice. Yeah, it's about five uh, And that'll do it. So, until next time. You can follow us at underscore reflex on Twitter. Leave an iTunes review. Check us on Spotify. Send us an email over to at reflexpodcast at com. And until next time, may the force be with you, Josh and Cody.
3: Okay.
2: <laughs>